And joining me right now here on the phone line to go over the latest on Eastern Florida State basketball. It's got his great job as head basketball coach. He's my good friend, Jeremy Shulman. And we got a huge game coming up Wednesday night here on the Space Coast. Coach, how you doing today? Absolutely. Hey, Mark, I appreciate you having me on. And yeah, we've got a, uh, got a big time game tomorrow night right here at uh, Titan Field House at Eastern Florida, 730 Wednesday night. So we are really excited about it. You guys are taking on Daytona State. They're ranked third right now in the latest poll. You guys are 13. I know you lost over the weekend. I know you probably don't want to get into that. Tell us about <laughs> tell us about this matchup. This is a big game at the Titan Field House. Well, yeah. I mean, we we had won 10 in a row. Uh, you know, we uh, you know played a great team on the road in Indian River on Saturday and just didn't you know didn't have our best effort. And uh, one one thing I hope that did was really refocus us. You know, when when you're winning. Sometimes uh, you can forget how important it is to do all the little things, and and we might have gotten away from that a little bit before Saturday. So hopefully we're dialed back in and and ready to go for tomorrow night. We've had a couple great days of practice, but uh, playing for first place in the conference, uh, Daytona again, as you said, is third in the country. They're twenty four and one on the year. The only loss is to us. Uh, we beat them at their place, and so this is a, a great opportunity for us to take back first place in the conference tomorrow. All right, then the question is. How did you guys get that win? It's their only loss, as you said, with Daytona. You know, we, we really we really did the two things that we talk about daily. We, we want to compete every possession, and we want to execute every possession. And, uh, and we did that. We had an unbelievable mindset uh, to just compete and, and to execute. And uh, we, we followed our game plan to a T. Uh, we really guarded. We, we, you know, the nuances of what we wanted to do defensively, uh, you know, we applied. And uh, same thing on offense. Yeah, I mean, we uh, uh, did a great job, and that's uh, what, what's given us so much success this whole year, but especially second semester. Uh, again, we got away from it a little bit Saturday, so let's get back, you know, to doing those two things. Um, you know, every possession. Daytona remembers this, don't they? That you got the win. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's going to be. It's going to be. A, it's going to be an intense game tomorrow night. I mean, I hope we can get the entire community coming out and free admission mm-hmm. at our place. Um, I mean, it's going to be an unbelievable big-time college basketball atmosphere. I mean, it's going to let's get it rocking like like Cameron Indoor Stadium at Duke. When I saw you a couple weekends ago calling your game, and it's always awesome calling your games. It isn't just going to see your team play. I said something to you after the victory, and I want you to I want you to if you could say it again on air. I feel like this team is different though than years past. They just you guys look and play differently than a a normal Eastern Florida team. Do you feel that way, Coach? I do. I do. Um, you know, we, we recruited a little bit different way this year. We recruited a lot of guys that could really, really pass, a lot of guys that could really shoot, a lot of guys that had a real good feel for the game. And, uh, you know, I think you see that when, when we play. And, uh, you know, our ball movement, our shooting, our passing is crisp, our spacing, uh, our understanding of concepts. I mean, it's a, it's a really fun team to coach, really connected team. My mother has this question because she watched the broadcast and she wants to know from Jeremy Shulman, this is for real, how did you recruit all these international players from all these different countries? How did you do it, Jeremy? Uh, that's so funny. Um, you know, a number of different ways. Um, for one, my wife is actually from Latvia in, in Europe, and so that helps with the connection out there. And, uh, you know, we do have a couple of Latvian players on our roster. Also, we started recruiting in the Serbia and the, in the uh, Balkan region, uh, probably in 2012 was our first uh, Serbian or Croatian player. Yeah, and uh, we've had great success ever since then. We, you know, there's, uh, you know, we can get a player from that area that's really tough. You know, can can accept coaching, 
uh, really humble, glad to be here, and uh, you know, and usually bring a lot of skill and toughness. And uh, so we went all out and we recruited uh, uh, you know a bunch of guys, you know, three from Serbia, one from Bosnia, uh, one from Romania, one from Slovakia. Uh, one from Spain and uh, two from Latvia. So we've gotten very European, uh, plus two more you know, uh, international players from uh, Puerto Rico as well. How many translators do you have on the team? <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness everyone speaks English. So we, uh, we have one language on our team, and it is called uh, Eastern Florida Basketball Language. So, I like it. I do. Yes. Um, it's very different. I, I, okay, and you know I love basketball just like you do. It's just when you watch the eye test of your team – it's different. And do you feel yeah, like it's more yeah. of a European feel with how you guys are playing? It, it is. And, and listen, we don't win the layup line, that's for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams and players and coaches will come and watch us and like, ah, I don't know how good they are, you know, after watching us the layup line. And then we, uh, uh, you know, just helps us get a little bit bigger chip on our shoulder. And, uh, you know, I think it, uh, kind of just adds into who we are. And, and, you know, you definitely feel like we're the underdog role all year. We're here with Jeremy Shulman, head basketball coach, Eastern Florida. Like he said, big-time game coming up Wednesday night there at the Titan Field House, free and open to the public. You take on Daytona, they only got one loss. I know you want the win, but what do you want out of this basketball game as you're heading towards, you know, pretty much March Madness time? Well, I want to go back to, you know, making, uh, you know, the, the strides forward that we have in playing every possession, you know, and, and really – competing and playing hard each possession, obviously executing our game plan on, you know, all three facets of the game, every possession. And, you know, we, we try not to look at the scoreboard. We try to be a, a process oriented team. And, uh, you know, I think that's the main thing I'm looking for. Can we really do a phenomenal job at the process? Can we really, uh, you know, chunk it down into the micro and, and chunk it down into small goal sizes of each possession and not just worry about, Hey, what's the scoreboard say? And so, you know, if we can uh, get a lot better at those things uh, I'll, uh, and, you know, really produce with our efficiency. I mean, I, I'll be very happy. What did you tell the guys after the loss Saturday then? Uh, well, I, I told them, unfortunately, we got what we uh, bargained for. You know, we got away from, and, and even the Santa Fe game before that, even though we won by 31, you know, we we started showing a little bit of complacency. And uh, I was hoping in our film sessions the couple of days after that that we'd learn from it. But unfortunately, sometimes you have to have a loss to be able to learn. And I told our guys, <laughs> Sorry about that. A little bit of cough. Yeah, right. Um, told our guys that uh, you know, fortunately, we got what we bargained for in that game. You know, we didn't compete like we were supposed to. We didn't. We definitely didn't execute. We didn't play Eastern Florida basketball, and hmm. uh, you know, ended up on the wrong side of the scoreboard in that one. So, uh, I think it was a real wake up call for us. And we've had a couple of great days of practice, best days of practice we've had in about two weeks. So, uh, you know, we're definitely excited for the opportunity tomorrow. You've coached a lot of games. Have there been times where it's like, all right, you guys did everything right? But the other team just kept hitting shots down the stretch. Does that happen? It, it does. It does. And, and I'm fine with that. Like, I mean, I'm a competitor. I, mean, I want to win as much as anybody. But uh, it, it's the games like Saturday that drive you nuts where, I mean, listen, Indian River played great. I mean, Coach Morosco, my former assistant, is a phenomenal coach, and they've got you know two of the top ten players in the country, and they're an absolutely fantastic team. But, um, you know, was, they played great. But it was just disappointing that in addition to them playing great, we did not. We did not do what we're supposed to do. We did not execute like we're supposed to. And, you know, had we executed and done everything we're supposed to and another team just outplays us, I mean, that, that happens. I mean, that's, that's sports in general. But, um, you know, that's why we try to take accountability of what we can control and accountability of what we 
uh, you know, need to do as individuals on, on the team as and a coaching staff to try to make our team successful. We're here with Jeremy Shulman, head basketball coach at Eastern Florida. Only a couple games left in the regular season. Do you look yep. ahead to the state tournament, or you're like, no, 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 one game at a time? Uh, it's very easy for us to be one game at a time, not just because we're trying to be process-oriented, but because we're in the thick of a conference championship race. And so uh, we have four games left, um, including tomorrow, three games in a row at home before our last game on the, on the road. And, you know, we have to win all four for us to win the conference title, but you can't win all four without winning tomorrow night against Daytona. So uh, it's hard to look ahead when, you know, the most important game of the season is the one right in front of us. And once we get done with that, it'll be the same, you know, the same thing with the next game. You're ready. You texted me earlier today. Okay, you're so – I was looking at notes yesterday for this matchup. Yeah, I'm ready as well. Forget today's show. Let's get to Wednesday night, buddy. Let's do it. Yes. Yes, I'm, I am fired up. I'm ready. Our guys are ready. Uh, it's going to be a big time college atmosphere. Uh, again, we hope the entire community comes out. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's going to be very hard to find a better game that you can see in person anywhere in Central Florida outside of maybe watching UCF in Kansas with that atmosphere that they had for that one. But outside of UCF, Kansas, you're not going to see a better better college basketball atmosphere anywhere in Central Florida. Stamp of approval. I like it. So you got to tip off around 7.30 Wednesday night. What's, yep, Jer- what's Jeremy Shulman doing about 5.30? Are you just pacing? What are you doing? Probably pacing. You know, I, I don't have one of those watches that count steps, but if I did on game days, I mean, I'd probably set, like, like new stepping records on that. But, um, you know, there's definitely some nerve there, but, you know, I'm, I'm still just looking over all my notes and, just trying to figure out, um, you know, to, be, to how it could be as precise as possible with our guys on, you know, what we want to do for the game, what we want to get accomplished. Do you sleep well tonight before the game? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't either. I don't. No, absolutely not. I don't get those people. Like I slept like a baby the night before the Super Bowl. How? How do you do that? No, not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So, um, but, but, but the excitement is there. The excitement to compete is there. Uh, you know, the confidence in my team is there. So we're, we're ready. We're ready to get after it. All right. Before I let you go, I know you're busy, man. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, absolutely. All right. All right. Fix, fix the NBA all-star game weekend for me. Go. We we don't have enough time on it right now. We we don't have enough time. The simple answer is award the, award the all-stars and don't play a game. (laughs) Why can't, can they just play just even lousy defense? Can they do It's not this, this generation doesn't care. They don't, they don't care. I don't think they can. And, and I've, I've heard some great ideas that, that I think they should implement, you know, but it, I don't think anything is going to matter. It'll just make it a little better. I, I don't think there's much you can do. If, if, if you're not a competitor and you don't want to compete and, and try to win that game and, and you know, kick your opponent's butt, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're playing a pickup basketball game or an NBA All-Star game or in the national championship game. I mean, you got to have that competitive spirit. I, I don't understand – it's like, okay, I want to put on a show, and I want to win MVP. Don't you have to kind of guard me so I could show how good I am? This was just like Olay yeah, defense. What so was I did not watch it because of that reason. I mean, it's been so bad in recent years anyways. And, of course, everyone that I've heard from or read or talked to that's, that watched the game obviously just echoed what you're saying. It was just terrible. But that's why I didn't watch it. You know, I've got no interest in watching uh, a glorified layup line. See, this is not good because you eat, sleep, and drink basketball. You yeah, love it. Yeah. And you're like, whatever. And I don't think you're alone. 
Um, all right, here's my thoughts on the dunk contest. All right, here's what it needs to be. And so you might be offended by this. No one over the height of six foot six is allowed to be in the dunk contest. No one tall. No one wants to watch tall guys dunking. I'm sorry to tell you that, Jeremy. I know you're six eight. You're out. No. It's got to be shorter, guys, because it just looks cooler. Sorry to tell you that. I'm, I'm glad that's the reason I'm out of the NBA dunk contest. So at least I have a good reason. It's just come too tall. Not not for any other reason. But that's it. Too tall. Okay. And yeah. and you have to be a full-time NBA player. I, I like Matt oh, McClung. Absolutely. Right? I met him. He's super nice. I like him. He's an awesome dunker. You have to be on an NBA roster to compete in this. You have to. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to take a step further. Uh, I mean, I think you've got to be a – I mean, I mean, you've got to have a certain minute limit to be able to be in it. Like, like people cared back in the day because you had Dr. J in it. They had, you had, you know, Jordan against Dominique. I mean, you had Vince Carter. You had recognizable names. You had stars. You had, you had, you know, yeah. some of the greatest athletes in the world that actually cared. I mean, I'm sorry, but you don't care if it's some no-name guys out there. I mean, I think it's got to be whether it's not a starter or you know, sixth or seventh man. But I mean, it's got to be guys that. It's got to be, and there's great athletes there too. And, yes. and I mean, I, I think that would draw interest, but if you don't have that, I don't even care about the height, but because I mean, you got great dunk contest winners like Blake Griffin at 6'10, but, um, but it's got to be people that can play that, that, you know, can make an impact on the NBA court where you've got name recognition. If not, yep. then it, nobody cares. Yeah. Okay. Here's my next rule. Okay, stop with the 12th guy in the New York Knicks bench every year where it's where it's Obi Toppin who I think played in this area by the way in high school. So it's like he o- did. Yeah. Yeah, so Obi Toppin then his brother shows up. There's another one. Yeah. Stop it. Who's a G League guy? Who's a G League guy? Stop it. And then Jalen Brown, he is a great player. He is a boring yeah. ass dunker. I'm sorry to say this. Get him out of there. Why is he even there? Yeah. Okay. I- I'm okay with that if you have other, you know, starters competing against him and, okay. and he won't win it. And that's fine. But I, I at least commend him for doing it. I, I just, I agree. Having a couple of Julia guys. I listen, I, there are some unbelievable dunkers out there. Unbelievable. That aren't even in the G league. There's unbelievable dunkers that, that some end up on the globe trotters. Like that doesn't mean you have to invite them out as well. You know, let's just get the best dunkers from guys that are legitimate impact guys in NBA and people will pay some attention. Where's John Morant? I know he's injured. How did he never compete in this thing? Are you kidding me? How, how did LeBron never compete in it? I don't get that. That's ridiculous because Jordan, Kobe, Vince Carter, T Mac, yeah. all these guys, Dominique Wilkins, they all competed in it. All yeah, have, I want the competitive spirit of these guys. You know, the best I, against the best out there and the top guys, and again, it'll draw a lot of. Uh, I mean, people will watch. People will watch if they know we'll the watch. top guys are there. I, I mean, I, if John Morant is out there, again, I mean, I know maybe couldn't this year, but, like, if John Morant's out there, people are going to watch. If no, John here, Morant and LeBron James at 39 years old even was out there, oh, oh, you'd, you'd probably set new viewership records. All for, right, for who, the wins, who wins you or me in a three-point contest right now? Uh, Sabrina Ionescu. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> who wins? Okay, who wins? Steph Curry, so he won that. Does he take on yeah. Caitlin Clark now next season? He, he does not. He does not. But uh, but I, I I can't remember. But I think the WNBA All Star game. I can't remember when and where it is. But I mean, I, I do think it would have been a pretty cool deal if they would get Caitlin Clark out there for that one, even though she's oh. not yet in the league. 
Looks and Caitlin Clark against Ionescu and some of those would be a pretty cool, you know, three point contest. Oh yeah. Remember, Steph only won by three points, and I can't even keep up oh, yeah. what the, the three point numbers are. It's ridiculous. She tied Damian Lillard for what he yep. did to win yep. it. That's amazing. Yeah. That is. Um his name is Jeremy Shulman. What time is tip off tomorrow night, buddy? Yeah, seven thirty tomorrow night, Wednesday night, right here at Eastern Florida on, on Wickham Road. Uh seven thirty. I mean, let's pack it out. There's there's no admission. Uh and number one and number two teams in the entire state of Florida, the entire region, uh two of the best teams in the country. I mean, let's let's have an unbelievable crowd. Uh let's make it the loudest, best atmosphere in all of junior college basketball. Can you still dunk? I can still dunk. That's right. <laughs> Not enough for the dunk contest because I'm too tall, apparently. That's right. Jeremy Shulman, go Titans. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> all right, go Titans. All right, all right, Mark.